Hello, you people. You're called Word Nerds. Thank you for listening to this weird, weird, weird podcast. Uh, yes. Let's say the first word, which is bleed. B-L-E-E-D. It is the first form, and uh, there's a lot of stuff. Okay, it is a verb from before the 12th century. We are starting with intransitive verb definitions. 1A, to emit or lose blood. Well, I think every time I'm bleeding, I'm just going to say, oh, I'm emitting or losing blood. 1B, to sacrifice one's blood, especially in battle. Number two, to feel anguish, pain, or sympathy, as in a heart that bleeds at a friend's misfortune. 3A, to escape by oozing or flowing, as from a wound. 3B, to spread into or through something gradually. Synonym is seep, S-E-E-P, seep and bleed. Um, As in, foreign policy bleeds into economic policy. And that is a quote from J.B. Judis, J-U-D-I-S. Now we have number four, to give up some constituent, as sap or dye, by exuding or diffusing it. 5A, to pay out or give money. 5B, to have money extorted. Number six, to be printed so as to run off one or more edges of the page after trimming. Now we have the transitive definitions. Number one, to remove or draw blood from. Number two, to get or extort money from, especially over a prolonged period. That reminds me of a Monty Python sketch, uh, something about a prolonged period of time. But yeah, okay, number three. You, you, you Monty Python nerds know what I'm talking about. Number three, to draw sap from, and then in parentheses, a tree. 4A, to extract or let out some of, no, some or all of a contained substance from, as in bleed a brake line. 4B, to extract or cause to escape from a container. Something has escaped from the container. 4C, to diminish gradually, used usually with the word off, bleed off, as in a pilot bleeding off airspeed, diminishing the speed gradually. 4D, to lose rapidly and uncontrollably, as in the company was bleeding money. I think it's interesting that sometimes it can be fast, uh, as in this one, lose rapidly, or sometimes it can be gradually or slow. Um, That's why English is so hard to understand by people who do not speak English, because none of it makes any sense. Uh, 4E, synonym is sap, like sap from a tree, as in cost overruns bleed other programs. Is that a sentence? Cost overruns bleed, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. That is a quote from Alex Rowland. Number five, to cause, as a printed illustration, to bleed. Uh, I think that, is that meaning like when the, the ink just bleeds into other parts where it shouldn't be, maybe? Bleed white is a phrase which means to drain of blood or resources. Uh, let's see, etymology, Middle English, bleden, from Old English, bledan or bleedan, 
from the, I think it's Old English, blood, B-L-O-D, with a horizontal line over the O, and that means blood. Now we have the second form of bleed. It is a noun from circa 1937. One, printed matter, as an illustration that bleeds. Again, is that just where the, the print bleeds over to where it shouldn't be? Um, and then it says also, oh, yes, uh, okay, also the part of a bleed trimmed off. So, okay, I do know what this is. So, usually when they print something, could be anything, could be a page in a book or, you know, business cards or anything, they, there's always an extra section that will get cut off. So, they call that the bleed. I, I think I had heard of that, but I forgot. Um, okay, then we have number two, the escape of blood from vessels. Synonym is hemorrhage. Hemorrhage is spelled weird, for those of you who don't know. H-E-M-O-R-R-H-A-G-E. Now we have the word bleeder, noun from 1803. One, one that bleeds, especially the synonym hemophiliac. That is somebody who bleeds a lot or has a hard time uh, clotting their blood, so you got to be very careful, I think. Number two is British. The synonym is rotter, R-O-T-T-E-R. Also, the synonym bloke. Now we have the word bleeding. I I think there are some people out there who have issues with blood. I would hope that, or most of the people, I don't think would have issues hearing the definition of blood or bleeding or bleeder. Um, but I guess there are, I assume that there are some very small percentage of people out there who can't even hear the words. So I hope you are not one of them. If you are, skip this episode. I should have said that at the beginning, probably. Um, Okay, this is bleeding. It is an adjective or an adverb from 1858. It is chiefly British, and the synonym is the word bloody. Uh, And it says it's used as an intensive. That word, bloody, is not a good word in British, British in English, and in some forms of English, uh, but it does get used a lot. Next is bleeding heart, two words, noun from 1691. Number one, a garden plant of the fumitory family with racemes of usually deep pink or white drooping heart-shaped flowers. Broadly, any of several plants with the genus Dicentra. And then the, the main uh, scientific name for this garden plant is Dicentra spectabilis. Number two, a person who shows extravagant sympathy, especially for an object of alleged persecution. Bleeding heart liberal is a, a word you hear a lot. Now we have the word bleep, B-L-E-E-P. It is the first form, noun from 1953. One, a short, high-pitched sound as from electronic equipment. Number two, used in place of an obscene or vulgar expletive. I think we all have heard of that. Uh, Now we have the second form of bleep. It is a transitive verb from 1968, and we just have the synonym blip, B-L-I-P. Now we have the third form of bleep. It is an interjection uh, from 1970, used in place of an expletive, similar to that first one. And then, uh, no, okay. Uh, Now we have the first form of the word blemish. It is a transitive verb from the 14th century. To spoil by a flaw. 
to spoil. So something is perfect, and then there's a flaw, and then that perfect thing is spoiled. Um, this is from Middle English, blemishen, which means to damage or injure or sully. And that is from the Anglo-French prefix blemis, which is a stem of the word blemir or blesmir from the Old French word, uh, which literally literally means to make pale by wounding. Uh, maybe that is bless, blemir or blesmir. To make pale by wounding of Germanic origin, akin to the Old High German blasros, um, which is a horse with a blaze. And then the Old Norse word blessy, which means blaze. And there's more at the word blaze. Now we have the second form of blemish. It is a noun from 1535. A noticeable imperfection, especially one that seriously impairs appearance. Next is the word blench. Looks like bench, but there's an L. It is the first form. Um, It is an intransitive verb from the 13th century to draw back or turn aside from lack of courage. Synonym is flinch. I really don't know if I've heard blench. Um, And then another synonym is the word recoil. This is Middle English, which is why I haven't heard it, which means to deceive or blench from Old English blenkan, which means to deceive, akin to the Old Norse blekja, B-L-E-K-K-J-A, And that means to impose on. Okay. Um, Now we have the second form of blench. It is a verb from 1813. Synonyms are bleach and whiten. And this is an alternative of the word blanch, which I think you hear often in cooking, probably other things too. But you want to blanch something. I think you want to cook it real hot, real fast. I think, maybe, something like that. You can also say blench. Now we have, the next word is blend, B-L-E-N-D. It is the first form, verb, from the 14th century. Transitive is first. Number one, synonym is mix, especially to combine or associate so, or associate, yeah, associate, so that the separate constituents or the line of demarcation cannot be distinguished. Number two, to prepare by thoroughly intermingling different varieties or grades. And now we have the intransitive definitions. 1a, to mingle intimately or unobtrusively. 1b, to combine into an integrated whole. Number two, to produce a harmonious effect. And then the, the synonym for everything is the word mix. This is um, from Middle English, probably from the Old Norse blend, which is a prefix. It's a present stem or something stem of blanda, which means to mix, akin to the Old English blandan, which means to mix, uh, from the Lithuanian blandus, which means impure or cloudy. Now we have the second form of blend. It is a noun from 1883. One, something produced by blending. As 1A, a product prepared by blending. 1B, a word, as brunch, produced by combining other words or parts of words. Yes, brunch is a combination of breakfast and lunch. And why have we not coined liner or dunch? Number two, 
a group of two or more consecutive consonants that begin a syllable. Uh, no etymology for that. Next is the word blend again, but there is an E at the end. Uh, it looks like it's pronounced the same way. Noun from circa 1753. So a couple episodes ago, I think I said something like, do all the times where they say circa something, does it end in a zero or a five? And I just got my answer because this one is 1753. The synonym for blend with an E is svalorite. S-P-H-A-L-E-R-I-T-E. Yep, I am as confused as you are. But this is German from the word blenden, which means to deceive, literally means to blind, from the Old High German blenten, and akin to the Old English blind. So maybe it's similar to blind. And then finally, we have our last word, which is two words, which are blended family. Uh, Two words, no hyphen. Noun from 1975. A family that includes children of a previous marriage of one spouse or both. I I guess that is true, obviously, um, but I feel like I have also heard it used when um, in other situations. I mean, maybe it's also used where it's an interracial marriage. Um, Is that considered a blended family? I could be completely wrong on that, which is fine. Um, But yes, in general, it's, you know, the blending of families um, where kids came from different spouses and whatever. Um, Yeah, we're seeing a lot more of that these days. What do I want to pick? Um, Well, I think I will pick blended family as the word of the episode because Um, I know that can be very difficult for a lot of people involved, especially the kids, especially, you know, if they're uh, of younger age or maybe teenage, that can be very difficult, A, to go through a divorce or a death of their parent, and then to bring in a whole other family, uh, you know, that's hard. So uh, much respect to all of you kids and people who are in blended families or creating blended families, Uh, yeah. That is it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.